It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. A huge win for the Sharks on a Friday night in Anaheim at the Honda Center. Final score, the Sharks 6 and the Anaheim Ducks nothing. Time now for the Sharks Instant Replay of all of the activity in the game. San Jose celebrated as the contest started with the return to action of both Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer. And wouldn't you know it, 7.56 into the first, with the Sharks on the power play, it was old number 48 who came through with the first and game-winning goal. Burns carries up to the middle of the ice, dropped it back. Shimek feeds Meyer, skates down the right side against Mahura one-on-one, crosses the line, dropped it back to Shimek. penalty almost over, five seconds left. It's sent back to the other point. Here's Burns down low, angle shot, score! That is a great shot. Tomas Hurdle down low, I think, is going to get credit for that. A one-time shot from the low face-off circle. And welcome back to the NHL, Tomas Hurdle with a power play goal. He sat out six consecutive games after being on the COVID protocol list. But Tomas Hurdle coming up big with his seventh goal of the season. Brent Burns and Timo Meyer assisted the start of a big night for them at 7.56. Yeah, no, it was a great goal. It was a nice little sequence there from Timo Meyer up to Brent Burns over to, to Thomas Hurdle. It, it really just found that shot. Didn't have a lot of room there. Patty Marlowe parked in front. Great goal. In the first period, Curtis Gabriel again made his presence felt. In the last couple of games, he has fought the likes of Ryan Reeves of the Vegas Golden Knights and Kyle Clifford of the St. Louis Blues. Tonight, it was Nicholas Delorier's turn. Now the Sharks into four check. Big hit there. Uh-oh, we got a fight on the ice. Checked by Curtis Gabriel. He's just dropped the gloves with Nicholas Delorier. Two big guys. Delorier playing in his 400th NHL game tonight. Going up against the tough guy, Gabriel, who's had a couple of big, big opponents these last few games. They're tying each other up. Delorier comes back with a right. Right to the visor. Two, three, four, right on the visor. That's going to hurt Delorier's hands, but he continues bravely. Gabriel's got his arms tied up now. And Gabriel giving him a shot with an uppercut basically had his arms tied up by the hands of Delorier and used his strength to go up and hit him in the jaw. Down went Delorier. And that a decisive win for Gabriel. And Delorier is going to need some attention. He's got some blood with the nose going. Think about that. Curtis Gabriel has both of his hands tied up by Delorier. And by sheer force of will and strength, he pushed forward with his fists and it went up, up on the nose underneath the visor. That had to sting quite a bit for Delorier. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's got a lot of strength, especially in that upper body. But, you know, I just go back to the way he played tonight. I mean, he was physical all over the ice. The last three games, he's really putting it on the line, creating that energy that is so needed for, for a Sharks team that needs to win some games. And I, I just love what that, that fourth line did tonight, even though they weren't on the score sheet. Or they were on the score sheet, sorry, hand to mark. But love what they're bringing. Well, and you know what, too, is that Curtis Gabriel is not just bringing fisticuffs. He's making some decent plays. I mean, that fight actually started because he was finishing his check legally and very effectively against an Anaheim defenseman, and it almost put Delorier in a position where he had to go after him. 
Yeah, and that's what you want to do. And he did that right off the first shift. He had a one a hard hit on the half wall, but then he finished that defenseman really hard. And Deloria said, "Okay, I got to go after this guy to stick up for my team," and and that's what he's been doing these last three games. In the early part of the second period, with the Sharks up one to nothing, Devin Dubnik would make a big save at one end of the rink, and then Brent Burns, with a remarkable play, got a perfect pass underneath a couple of defensemen for Anaheim, not just any two, the top two, and Evander Kane finished it off. Lifted out of the zone by the Sharks, tipped off to the right. Here's Burns up in the play. Burns, he's stick handling, throwing it across the ice, and Kane scores! What a play by Brent Burns! A perfect pass underneath the defense, and Kane with a stick down, made no mistake. Sharks two, Ducks nothing, 37 seconds into the second. Wow, what a play by Kane. That is our top quality play, brought to you by Floor & Decor. Top quality floors, rock bottom prices. Brent Burns with an absolutely magnificent pass, and Evander Kane, the moment the puck crossed the goal line and went in, he pointed right at Brent Burns to say, hey, that was a heck of a pass. Yeah, I think we've said that a few times this year about Brent Burns. The way he can skate, that big physical press. You can almost hear him hooting and hollering. He was like, whoop, whoop, right before he made that pass. Ripped it across on a rope right to Kane. Just an unbelievable play. Not many people can make that. And so, Burns, his second assist of the night. Kevin LeBanc also his first of three points on the evening, assisted on Evander Kane's 10th goal of the season, 37 seconds in to period number two. And as I mentioned just before that, Devin Dubnik made a pretty important save to keep the score one nothing. Yeah, he made a number of them tonight. None more important than that one because if you, if you think about it, they get a goal there. It's a 1-1 game, a lot different. You're holding your sticks a little tighter. That type of saves gives the team the confidence, and they end up sitting on a, a 6 nothing win at the end of the night, where if it's 1-1, the game could look a lot different at the start. It could have been even worse than 6 to nothing for the Ducks, but John Gibson had to make a couple of big saves to keep it close, and he made one on a 3-on-1 Sharks break in the second. Here's a race for the puck. Three-on-one. Evander Kane drops it off. Tipped over to LeBanc. Shoots. Great save by Gibson on a three-on-one break. And that was a tic-tac-toe play. And LeBanc wasted no time in letting that puck go. LeBanc was kind of handcuffed on the play when it finally got to him. But give him A for effort for getting that shot to the net. And it turned out to be a pretty good scoring chance. Yeah, it's not easy on that on your strong side to be able to... That puck kind of jammed and got in his feet. And he was able to reach back and... Get a pretty good shot on net, and Gibson had to make a good save. And so at this point, with Anaheim out shooting the Sharks 16-11 to in the second period and 27-16 to for the game after 40 minutes, they were still in it. Down 2 nothing. it would take one goal for Anaheim to get back into it. But time after time, Devin Dubnik was there. And then early in the third, it would spell disaster for Gibson and the Ducks as the Sharks would suddenly score a whole passel of goals and take total control of the game. They ended up with four goals in the third period. The first one came on the power play for Eric Carlson. Back in the neutral zone, LeBanc. Actually, technically, this is the top unit. As Couture moves in, drops it back. Carlson to LeBanc from the left circle, holds it, dropped it back to Eric Carlson. Wipes up, shoot, score! Eric Carlson off the LeBanc pass, jams it in to make it 3 nothing. That's a power play goal for Carlson. Eric Carlson, his second goal of the season. That's a power play goal. LeBanc and Logan Couture getting the assists at 5.58. And then at the 8.03 mark, the onslaught continued. It was time for Timo Meyer to advance with some fancy stick work. Sharks break out. They want to catch Hockenpah back. Here's Meyer getting on the D. Walks and shoots. Toe drag. Score! 
Hockenpah was caught up ice. Sam Steele was playing the defense backskating. And Timo Meyer sensed that opportunity, kind of toe-dragged the puck, and snapped it up top against Gibson to make it the Sharks four and the Ducks nothing. That was at 8.03, Myers fifth from the Edo and Hurdle. And that's one of those situations, Scott Hannon, that a defenseman, as you were, uh, kind of just holds your breath on because D-man caught up ice in Hockenpah. You got a forward backskating trying to play defense. It's not his normal position. Steele did the best he could, but Timo Meyer with a fancy little move there. Yeah, I thought Steele was in some pretty good position. He really had his stick out really on the puck, but... Uh... Timo just kind of pulled that back on a heel pull and then just ripped that shot. What a release just right underneath the, the bar there for Timo. No chance for Gibson. And so it was 4 nothing in favor of the Sharks at that point. And then at 9-16, a minute and 13 seconds later, suddenly it was 5 to nothing, and that was all for John Gibson. Neutral zone play. Kane steals the puck, skates down the left wing, makes a great move on Gibson. I should have said on the defense. The Sharks score! A great little move by Kane to throw it over to the right, and Kevin LeBanc throws it into an open net. No chance for Gibson right after Evander Kane. Stick handle around Jacob Larson. And so that's the third point of the game, if I'm correct, for Kevin LeBanc as he picks up the goal, his sixth of the year. Nice finish for Kevin LeBanc, and that happened a few minutes after LeBanc had set up Evander Kane with an absolutely open net. Kevin LeBanc watched as his linemate Evander Kane missed it, and so EK9 gave it back to him and said, here you go, kid, open net for you in the back of the goal. And I'll have to say LeBanc's shot might have been a been a little bit harder than Kane, so maybe I'll have a little razzing there in the, in the dressing room afterwards because it was two great plays, two great passes LeBanc was the only one that finished it. So Kevin LeBanc, who got benched in the third period on Monday against St. Louis, comes back with a strong effort tonight in all three zones. He gets his sixth goal of the season. That's his third point of the night. Kane and Mario Ferraro assisting to make it 5 nothing, And that was it for John Gibson. And he was not a happy camper as he skated off the ice in favor of the all-time winningest U.S.-born NHL goaltender. That, of course, veteran Ryan Miller. Miller would come in and make a couple of stops. By then, the game was already a mop-up situation. And yet, with five minutes and one second remaining in the third period, it turned out to be a golden moment and a great moment to remember for rookie Frederick Handemark. Now Handemark steals the puck, walks in, and he shoots, and he scores! First NHL goal for Frederick Handemark on a brilliant steal in the offensive zone. He's surrounded by his teammates, and the Sharks lead 6 nothing. Boy, that was a great play by Handemark, who was really effective all night long. Six foot four, two hundred and nine pounds. Played last year for Malmo, was one of the top faceoff guys in the Swedish Elite League. This season, he played with Jonathan Dolan a little bit uh, during the course of the year. And Frederick Handemark getting his first National Hockey League goal after playing his first game on January twentieth and looking out of place. He didn't look out of place tonight. No, he played great there in that play. He was just a big boy using that long reach, and he got up and underneath there, jumped in. Skate's pretty good for a big guy, too. Ripped that shot past Ryan Miller, so a great first goal and a great job in his second game. And so, first NHL goal for Handemark comes unassisted. And so the Sharks, at the 15:03 mark officially, uh, take the 6 to nothing lead. That is how it all finished up. Devin Dubnik made a couple of more stops, and he picked up his first shutout for the Sharks. The 33rd of his NHL career, second career shutout against Anaheim. And how do you like this? Not only did the Sharks win 6 nothing, but they've got their first winning streak going to tomorrow's game against the Ducks, and they need to make it three in a row. 
Yep, they needed to win tonight. They needed to win in regulation, and they did that. So now next job. Forget about this one. Win that next game. Let's get on a little bit of a streak here and see what the Sharks can do. The Sharks' record is now 10-11-3. They have 23 points, and they vault ahead of Anaheim in the standings into seventh place. There's still a long mountain to climb for the Sharks, but this was a good start. Anaheim dropping back to 8-14-6. They still have 22 points and are in the basement of the Honda West Division of the NHL. Final score once again, the Sharks 6, the Ducks nothing. That's our Sharks instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.